0: Jesus House in pursuit of God, discovering purpose, maximizing potential, impacting lives. This message is being brought to you from Jesus House London. God bless you. My Father and my God, tonight as we come before you in the place of prayer, we ask, O oh Lord, that not only as we pray father tonight as we spend time in your word we ask for your grace and favor we genuinely thank you thank you for all that you have done thus far thank you for bringing us to tonight and we ask oh lord that tonight you open your word to us so that your name and your name alone is glorified it's on a rock of ages we really thank you we thank you for all that you will do and all that you have done we ask tonight my father that you make tonight, not only do you give us wisdom, insight, and understanding, but Father Almighty God, grant us brevity, grant us skill with your word, and we ask it in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Holy Spirit, we yield to you totally. Be our guide tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, what we're going to do tonight, um, there are lots of lots of things that we can um where we could look at, but let's look at one scripture, let's do um one scripture that speaks directly about fasting. And and it will, it's 14 verses long. And so I'm going to read, and I'm reading from I, I will read the King James Version of the Bible. If there's anything that needs to be clarified as we go through the evening, we will clarify it. And I'm going to read from the King James Version of the Bible. And I'm going to read Isaiah 58, and I'm going to read from verse 1 to verse 14. There are lots of wonderful things in here that we can discover about fasting. And fasting really is it, its something thats is, God is very passionate about. And so, ladies and gentlemen, that's Isaiah 58. Let me put this in the chat. Okay. Um, Isaiah 58. So we're going to read Isaiah 58. 14 verses. And ladies and gentlemen, let's go. Cry aloud, spare not, lift up thy voice like a trumpet, and show my people their transgression and the house of Jacob their sins. Yet they seek me daily and delight to know my ways. As a nation that did righteousness and forsook not the ordinance of their God, they ask of me the ordinances of justice. They take delight in approaching to God. Wherefore have we fasted, say they, and thou seest not? Wherefore have we afflicted our soul and thou takest no knowledge? Behold, in the day of your fast, you find pleasure and exact all your labors. Behold, you fast for strife and debate and to smite with the fist of wickedness. You shall not fast as you do this day to make your voice to be heard on high. Ladies and gentlemen, let me pause there and I'll read verse four again for emphasis. Behold, you fast for strife and debate and to smite with the fist of wickedness. And this is the phrase I would like you to remember you shall not, or ye shall not fast as you do this day to make your voice to be heard on high. Then the Lord continues Is it such a fast that I have chosen, a day for a man to afflict his soul? Is it to bow down his head as a bulrush and to spread sackcloth and ashes under him? Wilt thou call this a fast and an acceptable day to the Lord? Is not this, Um. is not this, sorry, we're reading Isaiah 58, Isaiah 58, just so everybody's clear, Isaiah 58, I'm at verse 6 now. And the Bible says, is not this the fast that I have chosen to loose the bands of wickedness and to undo the heavy burdens and to let the oppressed go free that you break every yoke? Is it not to deal thy bread to the hungry and that thou bring the poor that are cast out to thy house? When thou seest the naked, that thou cover him and and that thou hide not thyself from thine own flesh. Then shall thy light break forth as the morning, and thine health shall spring forth speedily, and thy righteousness shall go before thee. The glory of the Lord shall be thy rear reward. Then shall thou call, and the Lord shall answer. Thou shalt cry, and he shall say, Here I am. If thou take away from the midst of thee the yoke and the putting forth of the finger, And speaking vanity, and if thou draw out thy soul to the hungry, and satisfy the afflicted soul, then shall thy light rise in obscurity, and thy darkness shall be as the noonday. And the Lord shall guide thee continually, and satisfy thy soul in drought, and make fat thy bones, and thou shalt be like a watered garden, and like a spring of water whose waters fail not. And they that that shall be of thee shall build the old waste places. Thou shalt raise up the foundations of many generations. Thou shalt be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of paths to dwell in. If thou turn away thy foot from the Sabbath, from doing thy pleasure on my holy day, and call the Sabbath a delight, the holy of the Lord, honorable, and shalt honor him, not doing thine own ways nor finding thine own pleasure, nor speaking thine own words. Then shalt thou delight thyself in the Lord, and I will cause thee to ride upon the high places of the earth and feed thee with the heritage of Jacob thy father. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the prophet Isaiah Relaying a message of the Lord to the children of Israel, it is a lovely verse of scripture. A section of scripture. It's one that you can read and read and read, and you will always find something new. And it's focused on fasting. And so, so this is where we're going to start. And so, let's break this scripture down in chunks, and hopefully, it will help your journey of fasting. So, if I stop for at different times, and I am um, and we present practical challenges, then that will be wonderful. And also, if you have questions, please put them in the chat um, at about in about 20, 25 minutes. I'll stop no matter where we are about. We'll stop and then we'll take the questions. So if you have questions regarding fasting, if you want some, gui- or if you want some guidance or hopefully tonight clarify some of them or you feel that, oh, I really would like this clarified, put it into the chat. And we'll pick, pick those up at the end. Um, and so the first thing I want you to notice is this. Notice the Lord values fasting. And this is something that I want you, I, I would like us to realize. He's telling the children of Israel that the way you are fasting will not get it right. And he says to Isaiah, tell them so that they can get it right because they were his messenger nation so fasting was important for them to fulfill their role and their purpose with the Lord and so he the first thing I want you to remember is that fasting is important to God now let me explain why notice what does fasting do you're going to see it in a moment verse four and this is where we really I I want to just Keep this in mind, and hopefully this will help you in the next two weeks. Verse 4, Isaiah 58, verse 4, the Bible says that fasting will cause your voice to be heard on high. Now, this is important. That means there are places your voice needs to be heard. And we're going to look at them. This is why the the, beautiful, the beauty of the Bible study. We're going to look at them. There are places that your voice needs to be heard so that God is able to do what he has promised on your behalf. And so what I'd like you to do is, so, so Isaiah 58 verse 4, this is the reason God is so particular about fasting why because it causes him or frees him to be able to answer the prayers that we pray now so when we say when we say our voice is heard on high turn with me please so turn with me please so that we understand what this means turn with me to hebrews 12 we're going to go to hebrews chapter 12 And we are going to read verses 22 to 24. So when the Bible says, your voice is heard on high, it means your voice is heard where decisions are made. And so I will, so that's Hebrews 12, 22 to 24. Okay, I'll read. The Bible says, but you are come unto Mount Zion and unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem. Now, this is where we have come in Christ, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to an innumerable company of angels, to the general assembly and church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven, and to God, judge of all, and to the spirit of just men made perfect, And to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling that speaks better things than the blood of Abel. Ladies and gentlemen, when the Bible says that God wants your voice heard on high, it means he wants it to come to him where things can happen. Okay, I'm going to pause now. It's 7.14. And so let's say this together. Oh Lord, we are your people called by your name. We humble ourselves and we pray and seek your face. We turn from our wicked ways. Hear from heaven, Lord. Forgive our sins and heal our land in Jesus' name we pray. Let's say this together, ladies and gentlemen. We declare our land is healed in the name of Jesus. And everybody says, Amen. And Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to, that declaration is making a difference around the world. Hold on to it. It's, it's definitely something from the Lord. Hold on to it. Do not think it's not doing anything. And so keep that in mind. So the, what's the purpose of fasting? And so I've gone back to Isaiah 58 and we're at verse four. The Lord says, when you if you don't fast properly, then the outcome will not be what it's meant to be. And that's the key outcome is that your voice is heard on high. So ladies and gentlemen, what I want you to realize is if you fast properly, Jesus says it because Jesus says if you fast properly there is a reward that's in Matthew chapter 6 and Jesus is speaking and Jesus is speaking at verse um 17 I'll read I'll read from 16 because he again explains how not to fast and then we'll go to verse 18 the Bible says moreover when you fast be not as the hypocrites that I'm at Matthew 6, 16 to 18. Moreover, when you fast, be not as the hypocrites of a sad countenance, for they disfigure their faces that they may appear unto men to fast. Verily, I say unto you, they have their reward. So ladies and gentlemen, if you're walking around when you're fasting and you're looking like you're that, listen, your puppy has just died, and everything's going, you know, everything is a nightmare. So people are asking, what's the matter? You've got your hands together, like, you know, something like, what's the matter? I'm fasting, I'm fasting. The Bible says their response might be that, oh, you know, there's a phrase that, you know, this uh, amazing brother, this person, this person is a really strong Christian. That's your reward. Or or if you, that's your reward. But the Bible says your audience in a fast is God and God alone your audience in a fast is God and God alone so ladies and gentlemen what does Jesus say Jesus continues he says but that means on the contrary thou when thou fastest anoint thine head and wash thy face that thou appear not unto men to fast, but unto thy father, which is in secret. Now, this is the beauty of of why that why is God so 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 strongly committed to fasting. Listen carefully. The Bible says in verse eighteen, and the Bible says, "And thy father, which seeth in secret, shall reward thee openly." So, this is what we want to realize. The first thing we want to keep. Uh, our minds about fasting is number one it is important to God why he wants to reward you he wants your voice to come up on high because now this is many times people say okay why does God want my voice to come on high it's actually really simple it's not as difficult as it sounds turn with me to revelations chapter five and then we'll close this point out Revelations chapter five. Revelations chapter five. And I'm going to read. I'll read from verse nine, but my focus is verse 10. And the Bible says, and they sung a new song saying, thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof, for thou was slain and has redeemed us to God by thy blood. Speaking of Jesus Christ. Out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation. Wonderful scripture. Verse 10. And has made us unto our God. Now listen carefully. So, made us unto our God kings first and priests second. And the Bible says, and we shall reign on the earth. Now, this is why God wants your voice at all times to be able to get to him so he can answer. It is so that you and I can function as we are meant to function, which is as kings and priests. And the Bible says to reign. That means so. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is why the Lord is saying that, listen, fasting matters to me because the outcome of fasting is that you can communicate with me and I can respond on your behalf. Now imagine, imagine if the ambassador of, um, let's use a, a very large country, the ambassador of the Cook Islands, who happens to be in the United Kingdom. If he can't get back to his capital and tell them this is what's happening what do I do next? That particular ambassador is hampered at best or useless at worst. That means his line of communication with his home country. So if he's if he's in England and he can't get back to the Cook Islands and say, you know what, they're about to place a tariff on everything that we... They're about to place a tariff on everything that we export or they're about to declare war or they're about to cause something to happen that will affect our national state. If he cannot do that, he's of no use. He's a tourist. He's a and this is a diplomat. Now, remember, if the diplomat can get back to his nation and then he says, listen, I need this is what's happening. They're about to put this tariff on on mangoes and we only export mangoes from the cook islands what do we do and they say don't worry we have spoken about this respond like this and we will back you up and so when that ambassador is called into the place of authority they say we're going to put a tariff on mangoes he is able to say representing his government and say listen this is what we will do we're going to accept it or we won't go to accept it or you if you put a tariff on mangoes we will put a tariff on cars and all of a sudden the process begins so that means fasting is important to God not because he wants you to suffer it is because he wants you to function and we function as kings and priests. What does God want to do? God wants His word spoken into the spiritual. That is where you function as priests, where you dictate what happens in the spiritual, that it will affect the physical. And then He wants it spoken into the physical. So what you say will be done in the physical realm. You operate as king and as priests. And the Lord says fasting is central to ensuring that your voice is heard on high. So ladies and gentlemen, in this season, you're not just going through the 21 days just to go hungry. And this is important. Fasting does, let's look at, so so. let's look at, let's move to a second point. Fasting does involve abstaining from food in most cases. So it's important. We're going to come to a couple of others, but abstaining from food. Now, this is key. This, well, not when I say this is key. Many times it's like, why is fasting boring? It is boring. It is because you're holding on. So, like, we start at 12, you know, we make sure we get that our last snack before midnight. So, 11 55, we're warming fried rice and we're making sure that, you know what, I've got to eat before 12, I've got to eat before 12 god's not a clock watcher he's watching your heart and so what happens is during the day you're just hanging on i gotta get to six gotta get to six gotta get to six gotta get to six but that's not the purpose of fasting fasting is not a gift of suffering to the almighty god says i want your voice to be heard on high that means two things are critical um I gotta when we say kings and priests, ladies and gentlemen, it's not a sexist statement. So kings and priests, it's not kings and queens, it's kings and priests. The Jesus said he made all of us kings and priests. So that means he's so it's not a gender-specific statement. So it don't worry if it doesn't say that kings and queens, that's not in the Bible. He said kings. And priest, great question, I'm really glad you asked it. That helped all of us out, okay? Absolutely brilliant. And so uh, just to clarify for that, because that's a good question, kings as in somebody who is able to rule or speak with authority in the physical realm, priest, somebody who is skilled enough to interact with the spiritual realm to get a result. Somebody who understands how things operate in the, in, uh, in and around God, in and around the spiritual realm, that is a priest. A king is somebody who rules and reigns in the physical realm. Ladies and gentlemen, there is no gender attached to that. It's given to everybody. Great question. So let's go back. So holding on just, we're not giving God, two things are critical. That's what we were, two things are critical. If my voice must be heard on high, prayer, and declaration okay prayer and declaration that means when i'm praying that means i'm speaking and i am declaring or i am prophesying god's word then this is what you this is what you have to do while you are fasting so you are not just going hungry your voice is involved that includes worship which we'll talk about next week it's going to be amazing um pastor is going to take us through that it's going to be amazing um i've got some really good questions and we'll come to that all your questions we'll deal with um and then you've got to go into prayer so you've got to go into declarations keep that in mind so those two things have to happen all right and so you're not just going hungry that means bible study during the period of fasting is critical joining in times of prayer critical so this is so you're not just holding on until you get to six okay till you get to six all right um the next thing we want to look at let's go back to isaiah 58 and the lord says a couple of things that i want us to focus on some of the questions that have come through i promise in the next 10 minutes we'll stop and we'll take them all and by the way all the questions i've got by god's grace I, this, this is the right forum to ask them so I, i've got a really good one and i'll, I'll answer it um so isaiah 58 Now so let's go from' we're at verse four, let's go down. The next thing I want you to notice about fasting and because of time I'll wrap this up. So what else can you do while you're fasting to make it um, <laughs> Oh wow, these are really good questions. What can you do to make it effective? So let's look at if you look at verse 6, notice what the Lord says. The Lord says from six all the way down to the end, he says, if you become selfless, kind, generous, and reach out to the person around you who is in need, the Lord will accept this, especially when you're fasting. The Bible says at that time, if you do so, the lord makes some really strong statements he says your light shall break forth like in the morning and your health shall spring forth speedily so that's very interesting so if you are believing god for healing then there has to be a point where you are kind to others and the bible says it it brings what it does is it will cause what you are looking for what you want to happen it will cause it to become a reality. And this is something I want you to keep in mind, that listen, this is what God does. So when he says so, he says, deal your bread to the hungry, bring the poor to your house. Now, there's, uh, the Bible says, when you see the naked, you cover him, and you hide not yourself from your own flesh. Now, pause for a moment. This is what you realize. That's why in the Bible, you'll notice People that are generous and kind get miracles. It's all over the Bible. And the Lord says it causes your voice to be heard on high. So when you're fasting, create an atmosphere that is selfless. The Lord says, don't focus on yourself. Don't make everybody around you suffer. Don't fast, don't debate, don't argue. And also when he says rest, rest. All of these things, he says, so that you can focus on the things that are important to him, which is some of which are noticing the people around you that are in a worse state than you. The Bible says when you allow God then to work through you, he will, the results of your fast will be remarkable. Let me read a couple to you. The Bible says your light will break forth like the morning. For those of you that are asking for a breakthrough, for those of you that are asking for something to happen to you, make somebody else's dream come to pass. Are we together? Make somebody else's dream come to pass. It works as a trigger. The Bible also says that your health will spring forth speedily. It We've spoken about that one. It may happen to you. So that's something else while you're fasting it's just being kind to people around you. The Bible then says that your righteousness shall go before you, and the glory of the Lord shall be your real reward. That means God will make a path where there is no way before you. He is our righteousness, and when God goes before you, nothing is going to stand in his way. That means you will be making progress when everybody else isn't and so ladies and gentlemen also the bible says the glory of the lord will be your reward that means even when you do make it they will not tear you down because god will defend you even when you're not watching so there are great what rewards when we fast jesus says so so that's what i want you to keep in mind so keep those keep those things in mind keep those things in mind and the bible then says another benefit or another reward of fasting is that God will direct you. The Bible says God will guide you continually. Um, God, God says he will guide you continually. Um, so i, I notice noticed all the, I'm going to come to the question. I'm only going to speak for about five more minutes. He will guide you continually. The Bible says that He will, you should be like a watered garden. He will make sure that no matter what, the resources that you need come to you. And ladies and gentlemen, the last thing I want you to notice is this. The Bible says, when you treat the Sabbath the way God wants you to treat the Sabbath, it causes your voice to be heard on high. So let me say this carefully. There is a place that you have to stop and say, God. I'm not going to fill this time with anything. You fill it. Just pause for a moment. And it's something from I, 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 the middle of last week, I got to a point where the Holy Ghost said, do nothing for an hour. I struggled. My phone began to call me. I was in front of my computer. I had things to write. I wanted to post videos. And all of a sudden, all the things that I had to do, uh, I, you know, do I buy this? Do I go to the shops? Do I I need to fix this? So do I call this person? and And the Holy Spirit said, no, no, no. I said, stop for an hour. I struggled. And so ladies and gentlemen, let me say this. Let me use the Bible to say Isaiah 30, verse 15. Isaiah 30, verse 15. And then I will actually start taking questions. Isaiah 30, verse 15. The Bible says, and I'm reading from the King James Version of the Bible. For thus says the Lord, the Holy One of Israel, in returning and rest shall you be saved <laughs> in quietness and in confidence shall your strength be the bible says at that point in time that israel said we, they would not but listen carefully there is you can always carve out time to say you know what and what do i do this, this is mine I, I i have two phones I turn them face down or I leave them in a different room. And in all sincerity, since I have started doing that, the world has not crashed. Take an hour and give it to God. Take an, a morning and give it to God. Take an evening and give it to God. Don't watch. I mean, if at 5.55, all you are is in the kitchen. And then all you want to do is eat. By the way, what will happen is you will sleep. It's called a dumping syndrome i mean um, when pa- pastor can explain that much better than i can it's called a dumping syndrome what happens is your body now starts pumping blood into your system to digest the food you have just loaded and almost invariably you sleep so when you're fasting there is an element of being measured there's an element of being patient but most of all god says it's the sabbath that means when i say stop stop. That's not laziness. That's when God says, stop, stop, because things happen when you are at rest. Things happen when God is allowed to, the phrase recreation is literally recreate you so you can go on literally to empower you to do what you need to do. So ladies and gentlemen, those are a few benefits of fasting. Please go through Isaiah 58. I want you to, I'm, I'm going to go on to questions now. I would like to spend some time there. There's some wonderful things there, but why did I want to just, let me just encourage you. Fasting is worth it. Okay. So let's go on to some of the questions and then um, we'll go from there. So let me pull up a couple of things. Okay. So let's start. Um All right, all right. Um, okay. When you are in a place of now this is a somebody put a very personal message. I won't read it out, but let me speak into your life um, based upon the Word of God. Notice the Bible says in verse nine of Isaiah fifty-eight, and, and I'll turn back there. And this is what I want you to realize um, for this person who, who put that very personal message in. And we will save the chat so we will be able to reach out to you. Keep this in mind. The Bible says you will call and the Lord will answer. And then he says, you will cry and the Lord will say, here I am. When you're going through some of the things that this gentleman, uh, it is a gentleman, laid out, you have to remember your audience is God and God is faithful. And when you're in a season of prayer and fasting, God will transfer his confidence in himself and his word to you. And you will realize the ability just to keep going, the ability to continue on the ability to deal with grief and loss will come from the God who loves you. And so what what am I saying? The Lord says, remember, when you're in this situation, call upon him first. Call upon him first. And remember, God will understand. Notice a cry is not necessarily articulate. And God will say, I'm already here. And so whoever that is, I won't read your name out. Whoever that is, we join our faith with you. And as you lift your voice in this season, God will grant you grace and favor. He will bring you through it. So please keep that in mind. But we'll keep this, we'll keep this, we will save this chat and somebody will reach out to you. If we can reach you, if you're on um, JH's Matrix, we will find you and somebody will reach out to you. You're not alone. So please keep that in mind. Um, the next thing is, one of the questions people ask, and it's a funny one, especially when you're married, um, between married couples is, is sex allowed while you're fasting? Because people feel that oh, I, I don't want to upset the almighty. Um, what do I do? Come with me to the book of 1 Corinthians 7. And the Bible says, and I'll I'll read it in, I'll switch to the Bible in basic English. Um, I'll read from three. The Bible says, let the husband give to the wife what is right and let the wife do the same to the husband. The wife has not power over her body but the husband and in the same way the husband has not power over his body but the wife. Do not keep back from one another what is right, but only for a short time and by agreement so that you may give yourselves to prayer and come together again so that Satan may not get the better of you through your loss of self-control. Pause for a moment. So that means, does the normal functioning of of a marriage, is sex going to break your fast the Bible says, as long as both of you don't agree, no, it's not. So that doesn't mean, so let's say the husband is, he's got a major rev and he says, you know what, baby, we, I love you, but no sex for 45 days. Why? I need to move something in the heavenlies. That's, and there's no agreement. The Bible says it's not going to affect your prayers or your fasting. You are married. God created the institution of marriage. And so it's not that kind of situation. If there's no agreement, the Bible says, have normal sexual relations and continue afterwards. That's what the Bible says. Because why? Otherwise, you're going to give Satan an opportunity to literally mess your life up. I hope I've been clear enough and honest enough. What God has created is not going to stop what God wants to do. Okay? And so hopefully I've answered that question. By God's grace. Yes, this is the right forum to ask. The best place to talk about sex is church. Great place. And if I haven't said it, if it's unclear, if you are not married, sex will not just break your fast. It will send you to hell. So let's just keep that in mind. It doesn't just break your fast. It breaks your relationship with God. And fasting is meant to enhance your relationship with God. So let's, let's be clear. So this is for married people. Hopefully that's honest. Yeah. Um, hopefully that's honest enough and straightforward. Okay. All right. How does fasting um, abstaining from food or pleasurable things affect the heart if the heart is what God is looking at? Great question. Great question. What happens? How does it affect your heart? Turn with me to 1 Peter 5. Because how does it affect your heart? First Peter 5. And the Bible says, let me go into um, the King James Version of the Bible. Okay. First Peter 5. The Bible says, humble your, verse 6. What does fasting do to your heart? This is what it does. It says, I'll read from 5. Likewise, you, younger, submit yourselves unto the elder, yea, all of you be subject one to another, and close with humility. For God resisteth the proud, and giveth grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. What does fasting do to your heart? It humbles you. When we say humble, that's not break down to destroy. It acknowledges to God that he is God and you are not. There's a story. Um, let me just check my notes. There's a story that, I, that I've that i got. It's in 1 Kings 21, verses 27 to 29. So let me put that in the chat because that's not um, a familiar scripture. So 1 Kings... 21 27 to 29 okay great the story is the story of ahab and ahab is the probably the wickedest king israel ever had the wickedest king okay what what does he do god catches him out Passes the judgment on him. He's just taken Naboth's vineyard. And then this happens. So let me read um, 1 Kings 21. Verse 27. And it came to pass when Ahab heard those words that he rent his clothes and put sackcloth upon his flesh and fasted and lay in sackcloth and went softly and the word of the Lord came to Elijah the Tishbite saying seest thou how Ahab does what humbleth himself before me because he humbleth himself before me I will not bring the evil in his days but in his son's days will I bring the evil upon his house notice not going hungry it is not going hungry that humbles your heart it is the acknowledgement that God, I will take away pleasurable things so that my spirit man is free to connect with you and I give you free reign to tell me what I need to do. And so that's how God humbles your heart. Starving does not humble your heart. It actually makes you kind of arrogant and desperate. But listen, humble. when you come into the place of fasting, what are you doing? You are abstaining from food for a spiritual purpose. You are not abstaining from food to drop a dress size. You're abstaining from food for a spiritual purpose. And that God acknowledges that you are taking out of the way the things that would stop me getting to you. That's humbling. And the Bible says, Ahab, who was the wickedest king Israel had, God still moved in compassion to the limits of compassion because he did what? He humbled himself. What he did on the outside was an expression of what was going on on the inside. So what does it do? Remember, so that's what fasting does. Is it just? Is it just? Okay? Is it just um going hungry no it's not no it's not it's not just going hungry it is where you abstain from food or pleasurable things for a spiritual purpose remembering that god is your audience okay um someone asked where was the earlier scripture it's first corinthians 7 And we are reading from verse 4 to verse 5. 1 Corinthians 7 verses 4 to verse 5. So hopefully I've answered that as well. Um, Okay, let me just make sure. All right. Um, Okay. Are you making someone else's dream come to pass with the intent of making sure that you receive a reward? Okay, pause for a moment. This is also what fasting and prayer does. Let me go through the stages. When you spend time with God in fasting, your relationship with him is enhanced. That means your time with him becomes more effective. That means your Bible study, your prayer, your worship, your yielding to the Holy Spirit, your sensitivity to the Holy Spirit, your willingness to do what God says, and your ability to see things from God's perspective are enhanced. The outcome of which is that you will become selfless, meaning you will begin to see things from God's perspective. And so even though you might be going through a difficult time and many times a a crisis Initiates the process of fasting, but in the middle of that crisis, you will be able to see God's intention, even though you're going through a difficult time. And then you're making somebody else's dream come to pass. That is not Machiavellian. That is where the Lord literally grabs your heart and causes you to notice something that he has always wanted you to notice, but many of the other things, one of which is busyness. And busyness and achievement sometimes can be very selfish. All of a sudden you begin to realize that, you know what? There are other people on the planet beside me. And then you make someone else's dream come to pass. Notice, God says there is not a wage for fasting. There is a reward for fasting. A reward means two people can do one good deed and the person who you do it to can reward one and not the other. And he's still fair. A reward means you cannot force God to do what he said he would do. So that's the key. So whether you do it with, you know, oh God, I'm going to do this because I want you to, want you to do something for me. The Bible says God looks at your heart. First Samuel 16 verse 7. That means if, and the Bible says in Galatians chapter 6, reading from verses 6 to 7, that God is not mocked. He knows when you are running again. So, What does fasting do? It enhances your relationship with God, which will cause you to represent God in a way that is selfless. And that will more than likely cause you to reach for somebody else's reach out to bless somebody else. I hope that answers your question. Okay. Great question. That really helped us a lot. Um, Can I help you with some declarations? Um, Can we help you with some declarations at this point of the year. Um, yes, we can. Make sure you tune in on Friday nights, 11 to 12. We are focused in prayer. And at that time, we make declarations over our lives. Please plug into the prayer meetings because during the prayer meetings, declarations are made over your lives, but I'm sure we can find a few. Um, there's one, let me Um, So this is a really good question. What can you declare over your life? Declare over your life the word of the Lord to us as a church. That's Jeremiah chapter 29, reading from verses 11 to 13. Jeremiah 29, reading from 11 to 13. Declare it over yourself every day. That, Lord, the thoughts that you have towards me are for good and not for evil. Thoughts of peace to give me. An expected end god you will cause me to seek you in this season with all my heart you will be found of me my father and say that over yourself every single day in all sincerity by the time we come to december things will be different but there is a lot more that you can and will do i hope that helps a little bit um but we'll if we can help you any further we definitely will but plug in on friday night we are focused on making some really strong declarations over our lives, okay? All right, how do you know when you are fasting properly? Great question. How do you know when you are fasting properly? Turn with me to Isaiah 58. How do you know when you are fasting properly? You know because heaven will respond heaven will respond the bible says this is this is this is the beautiful thing how do i know that i'm fasting properly because miracles begin to happen god grant and one of those miracles is peace this is this These are things that this sometimes we miss what happens the lord says when your voice is heard on high i will make the following happen Miracles begin to happen. You find peace and assurance. And then things that you're expecting show up. But how do you know the most? When your actions line up with the word of God, you are fasting properly. The rest is in the hands of the Lord. That means on a daily basis, you're building an environment of kindness. Your focus is the Lord. You treat God's time as God's time. Even if it means 20 minutes in the morning, 30 minutes in the morning, you do that. And the Lord is speaking to you. When all of a sudden studying the Bible becomes fun, praying becomes easier, worship becomes an experience. You are fasting properly because that's what the Bible says. And leave the rest to God, okay? Leave the rest to God. Okay, somebody said that, (laughs) (laughs) they need help with resting so let me say this let me say this about rest and then i'll move on if you imagine your day as 24 boxes every single one of those boxes is filled with something If you're going to rest and give one of those boxes to God, you have to take something out of the box. Now, pause. We actually have more time than we give ourselves credit for. If we feel that, Lord, my 24 hours is not enough. I need 30. Let me explain a couple of ways where you can create time. One of them, planning, writing a list before you sleep, repetition, doing multiple things at one time, and then identifying when you are wasting time. I don't know how many times I've found myself, I will want to go I want to make a phone call. I want to send a message. Now, because I have my emails on my phone and I've got WhatsApp on my phone, but I also got all my social media on my phone. So I will find many times I'll pick up the phone and I want to send a message to somebody. But you know what? I roll into Instagram. You know, I roll into Facebook. A pop-up comes. BBC tells me what's happening on the other side of the world. You have to be disciplined with your time. Also, when you are at work, work, I know this sounds really difficult, but when you're at work, work, you have to become self-motivated, and it is set a goal in front of you. Discipline is a product of a vision, meaning if the vision is God, out of these 24 hours, I want to please you, the discipline to make it happen will follow suit. There are practical ways, believe me, you have more time than you give yourself credit for. Even if it is between tasks, you take five minutes to put everything down, stop because you're probably working from home, walk away from your computer and literally say a prayer, worship, do something that belongs to the Lord and then come back to work out of 24 hours, You have now given him literally 120 minutes, two hours. And all you've been doing is giving him five minutes out of every hour. Sleep early so you can wake up early. Eat lighter. So while you're fasting, remember, so there are different things you can do and they're all practical. And what that does is it creates time. Time, let me just end with this statement. Time is never found. It is always created. You have to make a decision that this is more important than this. And therefore, this box belongs to God. And that's how we operate. Because if you think about it, everybody on this call could have been doing something else. And I say this from the bottom of my heart rather than sitting on Zoom. You could be doing something else, but because it was valuable to you, you made a decision. When you are fasting, the ability to make godly decisions is heightened, okay? All right, hopefully that helps. Um, what verse was that you just read? I I've, I've got through that, First Corinthians 7, we've spoken about that, all right. How do you not get discouraged after you have fasted and have been obedient to God during the fast, but it seems as though nothing has changed or there has not been a reward after the fast? How do you not get discouraged? This is what faith. This is where faith kicks in. The Bible says, this is where what you do with your mouth is critical. When you have fasted and when you have, the Bible says in Ephesians 6 verse reading from verses 10 to 12 but reading the beginning of end of verse 12 after having done all stand when you fasted when you have prayed when you've done your part begin to declare it let your take absolute control of your thoughts and begin to declare over your life what you have fasted for and be persistent about it That will keep your faith going. And please, just because the answer does not come when you expect it, doesn't mean you haven't fasted properly. Daniel 9 and Daniel 10, single chapter references. In Daniel 9, Daniel starts fasting. The angel arrives, angel Gabriel arrives when he begins. Daniel 10, Daniel starts fasting the angel comes 21 days after he has started both prayers were answered it is not the longevity or the period between a prayer and an answer that determines whether or not you have fasted properly okay great question um wow the this question i don't know if pastor shola pastor doc if you're on um, the call i pray you are this is a question a medical one it says um it says good evening pastor due to my chronic gastric ultra i couldn't fast again however isaiah 58 from verse 5 showed that that is not based on not only eating but all listed from verse 5 okay great answer i'm know that you can't but doc do you want to explain how this person can fast
1: okay so sorry can you just repeat the question again
0: okay he says um due to my chronic gastric ulcer i couldn't fast again so the person realized and they've realized that however isaiah 58 from verse 5 showed that it's not based on not only eating food but all listed from verse 5. so mm-hmm. do you want to give people some advice if they have any kind of chronic or any kind of challenge that stops them eating in the yeah. way okay. that they can
1: fast. Okay, thanks, Baj. I, I think the, the first thing um, whoever is asking the question is remember what uh, Pastor Baj said earlier, that fasting is about uh, presenting your heart before God. It's self-depriving. In fact, I love the uh, one of the explanations I came across that said, It's principally self-deprivation, humbling yourself before God. It just so happens that depriving yourself of food is one of the ways of doing that. It's not the only way. So the simple answer is that if one has a medical condition that uh, precludes you from doing this, and this is a very um, good example because if you've got gastritis and you're not eating, your body is just going to be producing acid. It will make your gastritis worse. So the answer is find something else that is not necessarily uh, food deprivation. Remember, the key is deprivation. And that's why we say sometimes when we uh, encourage children to fast, we say uh, stop taking a, a, a chunk a of chocolate or stop watching TV. So whatever alternatives the Spirit of God lays on your heart that allows you to focus on God during this period, that's what fasting does. It's just spending time, focusing on God, depriving yourself in a way that brings your heart before God. Um, is 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 what I would say.
0: Fabulous. Doc, thank you so much. That's brilliant. That is absolutely brilliant. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we are out of time. And I, okay, I'm going to ask the the communication. Can we please keep this chat? Um, any question that we can't I can't answer today or we can't answer today we'll hold on to if we have time next week we will Um, ladies and gentlemen we have to bring it to an end for a very simple reason let's just respect your time I hope you've been blessed today let me say actually you know what let me not do it doc would you please say a prayer for everybody if you don't mind and then we'll just close okay
1: let's pray Heavenly Father, we thank you for the time we spent in your presence tonight, O God. Yes, Lord. Uh, Recognizing that it is before your throne we have come, and it's a throne of grace and a throne of mercy. Lord, we're also grateful for this time that you've called us into. We know you have called us into this time of fasting and praying. And that really encourages us because... It shows that there's something you want to do in each person's life. So we are, we everlasting father. And my first prayer for every single person is that none of our expectations will be disappointed. None of our expectations will be cut short, O oh God. And Lord, as we all journey together in this period of fasting and praying, first of all, give us grace, O oh God. Without yes. your grace, it's impossible to do anything. So for my brothers and my sisters, even for those who, uh, like the question said, are unable to deprive themselves from food, give grace to just humble ourselves before you. Give us grace to spend time with you. Give us grace to seek you like we have not done before. And Lord, as we do all of these things, like Isaiah 58 verse 4 says, O oh God, Let our voices be heard on high. Yes, Lord. Pay attention to every single one of us. I pray for my, I don't know whether it was a gentleman or lady who asked the question about being discouraged. Lord God Almighty, answer our cry, O God. Encourage somebody on this call, Everlasting Father. Help us, O Lord God, to, to just remain strong in our faith in you uh, strong in our trust in you that you're a god that answers prayer we bless you everlasting father lord god almighty and lord for the remainder of this fast continue to pour out your grace upon us we pray not just for everyone in this call but for the entire church family O god blessed be your holy name in jesus name we pray Amen. Amen. amen amen
0: ladies and gentlemen god bless you have a wonderful night. Um, it, we'll see you next week. Next week, we're dealing with worship. It's going to be a really, really special session. Really special session. Fast is taking it. It's going to be something special. So we'll see you next week. God bless you.